Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. All right, guys, I am so excited for episode number two of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am bringing a really fun and very cool friend of mine, Jeremy Foost. I'm going to probably say that wrong, but he is not only a badass real estate agent, he is co-founder of Impact Real Estate based out of Arizona, of Phoenix, Arizona. And one of the things that I love about this guy is he just tells it like it is. So we're going to have some fun. And I am really excited to get into a lot of the details that we are going to share around you being the one returning your messages. But before we get into that, Jeremy, hi, welcome to the show. I can't wait to have you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. You know, I don't know, just a quick note here real quick, and I'm sure a lot of people can understand this. When you do these Zoom calls, I find myself looking at myself more than you, right? And I'm like, wait, how do I look right now? But anyway, that's what I just did the entire intro to make sure I looked okay for, uh, for the Zoom call. So I just want to throw that out there. But I am doing well today, Michelle. How are you? I am living the dream. You know, I can't complain. Nice. Very, I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be fun. Like anytime I'm on a podcast, I always, I always tell people, if this isn't the most badass, amazing, awesome podcast, I failed. So that's my goal today is to bring you anything and everything that you could ever imagine and uh, just try to deliver as much value as possible. So thank you for having me. And I'm super excited to be here. I am so excited that you're here. We have been friends for a long time and we've been doing things together for a while now. And one of the reasons why I was so excited about having you on my show is that you are doing some really cool things in the real estate game. Yes, you sell traditional real estate. Yes, you help people buy and sell traditional real estate but you do some pretty unique things in the real estate space. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your business, what Impact Real Estate really does, and then we'll get into the weeds of this. Uh, so Impact Real Estate was formed January of 2021. So the team itself has been alive for just over a year and it's like my little baby. But something that we, uh, that we talk about a lot on Impact is we are, we're multidimensional. And what we mean by that is a lot of, a lot of agents or, or about to be agents jump into real estate with, uh, with an intent to help buyers and sellers buy homes and sell homes, right? And that is their only, uh, that is their only intention because they don't know anything different. They see real estate on HGTV or they see it from their friends who are in real estate. And obviously the market's going crazy and people are making a lot of money and they're like, holy shit, mm, can I swear on this podcast? Because <laughs> that's going to be difficult. Um, they're going to be, holy shit, I, I want to make a lot of money myself. And so they jump into it thinking, one, real estate's going to be easy as hell. Like it is advertised to the public, right? You just get your license. And like if you go out in public and, you, and you're talking to some stranger and they say, hey, what do you do? And I say, I'm in real estate. 99% of the time, they say, what an amazing time to be on real estate. The market's crazy. And yes, it is an amazing time, but they don't understand how freaking difficult it is to actually make a lot of money in real estate, right? So 
So when agents jump in, they think they're just going to help traditional buyers and sellers, which is totally fine. And I'm empathetic to that because their eyes haven't been open to what else is out there. And I know mine wasn't right when I signed up for, for real estate school, because I saw a Groupon and I was like, fuck it, let's, let's see what this is all about. Like I had no idea the depths and the opportunities outside of helping just traditional buyers and sellers. And so when me and Matt partnered and formed Impact, we wanted to make sure that we taught a multidimensional agent, right? Like we wanted to be able to have the agents on our team. And we have a large team of, we're sitting at 34 agents right now who can walk into any opportunity and to be able to figure out a solution for that seller, right? Because there's, it's crazy. And I know we've talked about it privately in, in DMs, like you don't realize how many crazy houses are out there. Right. Like if you focus on traditional real estate, you are walking typically into homes that are, uh, they look decent, right? They, they look somewhat presentable. Sometimes you walk into a total shit show and it's not cleaned up or whatever, but it's still in decent condition. So a lot of people aren't aware of the opportunities to homes that people don't see with hoarders or people going into foreclosure or there's just, uh, there's a death in the family, something along those lines where this home isn't being taken care of. And there's a lot of them out there. And that's you can't market that on, on the MLS or out in public, or you can't finance it. A traditional buyer can't buy it. So what do you do with this opportunity? And so we just make sure that we teach our agents how to go out and, and, and make the best of any situation. And so we really focus on, on, on the traditional side as well. We do a lot of retail business, but we also do a lot. We call it the investment space or the cash space, which is the traditional flip and, uh, fix and flip and wholesale type stuff. And so this year we start, we really want to dive into to like the next level of sub twos and really try to leverage seller finance and all different kinds of stuff. But right now, as it stands, we are, we are multidimensional and can monetize any situation and to be able to help, help a lot of people. I, I just have to tell anybody who's listening to this right now, please go follow Jeremy on Instagram because some of the stuff that he posts will make your blood boil. Um, it will also make oh, yeah. you laugh your butt off and it'll also make you want to throw up because some of the houses that he- Like took, some of them are crazy. Some of them yeah. are so bad. Yeah. Um, I yeah. just- I will. I think I'll always for, remember the bird shit house where it was literally every bird shit house. entire house was covered in bird shit. Um, yeah. So if you yeah. really want to see how somebody can go and want to buy really, really crappy property, please follow Jeremy on Instagram. <laughs> um, but aside That's from amazing. aside from you being really engaged with your community and really hyper focused on growth for an agent, right? So you're teaching an agent how to not look at real estate as a, just a traditional, I'm helping somebody buy or sell. You really help them grow as a whole, right? So understanding that the real estate space is way more than traditional buy and sell. Um, yeah. You did something that I think in my relationship with you, if you remember how you and I even met, you sent me a DM on Instagram. I instantly responded to you. You could tell it was me and then you responded back to me quickly. I knew it was you. And we had this relationship where we knew we were talking to one another and we weren't yeah. talking to a VA that was helping us with engagement. We weren't talking to um, an assistant that was managing our DMs for us. Um, I wasn't talking to a, a, an auto generated message. I will get back to you shortly. Please reach out and text me at this phone number, right? I was getting the real Jeremy and you were getting the real Michelle. And I've been complimented on that a lot in my career. And I know for a fact that I wanted to do business with you in more ways than one because of the fact that you were the one that responded to me. So what I really want to talk about today is the power of you being the one returning messages and how on Instagram, that can be the difference between someone wanting to 
further that conversation, someone wanting to meet up with you for coffee to talk about, can I buy and sell with you? Or even in my case, I think I referred you a deal the other week, right? Like, why would I want to do that? Um, Because I know that I'm getting you. So talk to me a little bit about the power of you um, and why even at the, the phase of business that you're in and the level of business that you do, you could totally delegate that out and you could totally hire someone to do it, but why you don't. So I think there's like a, there's a couple layers to that question. And I think like, I would like to start with, I know this is something you talk about as well. Like the easiest way to start conversations and the power of social media and the scalable and be able to reach all these people. But my number one way that I'm coaching agents on to actually have conversations. And we, we teach our agents, you want to have 10 conversations a day with people. That's kind of the minimum goal. You want to have 10 conversations with people in your sphere, your social sphere. If you're calling, knocking, whatever it may be, like you choose your business, how you want to run it. But if you want to focus on social media, which a lot of people freaking do, um, Instagram stories is the easiest way to have conversations, right? Because people post whatever they're doing, pick their, they're at the dog park with their cute dog and they put it on their stories because they want freaking someone to see it and go, your dog is cute as shit, right? That is the reason why they put it on Instagram. And so that is the easy, it's a door being pushed wide open saying, Hey, let's have a conversation about my dog. Right. And I don't give a shit if it's about the dog, if it's about what they're having for dinner, if it's about what they're doing with the family, if it's about buying a house, selling house. I don't care. You have a conversation so you can start building that relationship. And so once you once you do slide into the DMs via story, the door is wide open for you to, to drag that conversation out throughout the entire day and really solidify and build this relationship with somebody that's in your social sphere, whether they're close to you, not close to you, whoever. Or if you follow a hashtag and, and, and find a story via hashtag and you want to build a new relationship, however you want to do it, but sliding into a story is my number way of having a conversation without a doubt, right? And it's how people have conversations with me. But if I were to, let's say like what you just said, if I were to outsource that to a VA or, or somebody who's not me, it would be a completely different experience for that end consumer, right? Whoever I'm having that conversation with, because especially for like someone with my beliefs, who's I try to be as authentic as fucking possible, right? I don't try to be, I don't try to fake it till I make it. I don't try to be someone I'm not. I don't want to appease everybody. I want to attract people who like me for me, right? And so if I were to, to delegate that out, they would get a fucking bullshit response that doesn't represent who I am as a person. Right? It would just be it would totally it would be a totally different experience for that. And there would be no relationship built. And as we know, relationships is the key to actually doing business. Right? If you don't build relationships, then you're going to be running something that's not going to be very sustainable. And I just don't want to run that business personally. I would rather build relationships and I do that via conversations and responding to people in the DMs and and really and and like for me, I want to drag that conversation out, right? Like I don't answer, I don't respond to somebody typically with a period. It's always going to be a question mark, right? Because I want to, I want them to go and go and go and go and go from talking about their dog, talking about their wife, to talking about their family, to talking about their future, to talking about their goals, to talking about their dreams and how we're going to fucking get there. So I'm out of breath now. Um, so like really engaging with your people, like it's super, super, super important that you are the one being authentic and, and having those conversations with people because that's, that's what the, the name of the game is. Like if, if you're not, it's crazy. Like it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me because we want to build relationships, right? Well, like, like you and I, like you, you DM me shit about uh, uh, James Arthur 
right? Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to go to listen to that song because you recommended it. And then I can go put it on my fucking social media and be like, Oh, this was a great recommendation from Michelle. Right. I mean, we talk about it, whatever. And it's still kind of a joke, but like, if that was a VA who had that conversation, I wouldn't know shit. Right. And I wouldn't be able to talk about that with you. I wouldn't be able to progress that relationship. And uh, so I'm a big believer in exactly what you said, be authentic, be yourself and f- respond to your own fucking DMS. Well, I wanted to, I want to tell a, a crappy story of a real life situation here to, to keep this part, to, to harp on this part longer, because I think that it needs to be heard. And what I want to say is I recently um, had somebody take a class of mine um, and they're, they started following me on Instagram after watching this free class that I was teaching Um, which was great, right? That's awesome. I now have a new real estate agent that's following me. Well, the account was sending me messages. They were asking questions. They were asking for feedback on a value series that they were writing, all these things, right? And this whole time, this entire time, I think I'm talking to the realtor, right? The lady who is in the profile picture, her name is in the bio. I'm thinking, I'm talking to this person. This is awesome, right? And I, I personally have a method where I don't actually reach out cold to anybody at this point in my career, right? I wait for them to schedule a call with me um, or I wait for them to inquire about, hey, what's course pricing or hey, what's this or that? And so I waited, I got a message from the lady saying, or who I thought was a lady, right? Saying, hey, Michelle, can you send me the course pricing link so that I can um, decide whether I'm gonna do the monthly or the pay in full? And I was like, yeah, for sure, sent the link. Monday came around. So that was a Thursday. Monday came around. I hadn't heard back. So I picked up the phone and I called, right? Which is, I mean, duh, you follow up on your leads. Well, I picked up the phone and I called the phone number that was in the bio, right? In her contact button. I answered or she answered the phone. I addressed her by name and I said, hi, this is, you know, Michelle Burma, Michael, we've been chatting in DMs on Instagram. And she goes, uh, who are you? What are you talking about? It's like, we've been going back and forth on DMs for several days now. You just asked me for the course pricing link to purchase the course last Thursday. So I'm just following up with you. And she goes, I have a social media person that handles my social media. So I never would have reached out to you for that. And she hung up on me. Right. So I then sent a message. All right. Sorry. I then screenshotted the message in DMs. I screenshotted multiple scrollbacks. And I texted it to the phone number that I had just been hung up on by just to prove a point that it was very much so a conversation that was being had in DMS. Um, And she of course responded and was incredibly apologetic and said she was so sorry for being rash and rude. And I never responded to her message because like, peace out homie. Like I'm done with that conversation. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a real life situation where if you're not the one responding to your messages or you're not the one even having the conversations or even aware of the conversations for that matter, what do you, what are you even using Instagram for? What are you even using Facebook for, for that? Yeah. 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 So like I always talk about, there's two different ways. So like in real estate, there's, there's how we classify it as two different ways of prospecting. There's active and there's passive. And so like an open house would be a more passive way because we have no control over who comes in. We can put ourselves in the opportunity to have a conversation with somebody interested in buying or selling a home, but we don't have control over who comes into that open house. So that's more of a passive way of prospecting. Door knocking or calling is more of an active way because we're going to them, right? So I think of social media the same exact way. There's two different ways of running it and you have to do both. So there's an active way and there's a passive way. The passive way is what I say, the post and pray. That's passive. You post, 
you educate, you try to be entertaining, however you want to do your Instagram, but we don't have control over who comments, but it's important that we're putting ourselves out there and we're showing that we're knowledgeable or entertaining or funny or charm, like whatever we're trying to get our point across. But there's also the other side, which is active. And that is our responsibility to go to them and actually engage with people and build relationships, right? Which is in the DMs too. And so if you're not, if you're only like, if you hire someone to do all your posting, one, it's not going to be you. It's going to be very unauthentic, right? Unless you're like building the actual content and typing it up, whatever. You could have someone else post or whatever. But like, if you are not having conversations and you are not doing the active side of real estate, it is fucking pointless, right? Like if you're depending on posting and someone going, oh, I need to go into that profile, click on the contact button and give them a call directly to their cell phone. You are delusional, right? The easiest way to have that conversation is for them to DM you or start in the comments and then you can slide into their DMs after you progress that, that relationship further. But like, if you're depending only on that passive way, which is to post and pray, that's what I call it. You post and you pray for something to happen. If you depend on that, it is freaking pointless. If you're not being, if you're not building relationships, what the fuck? Fuck's mm, a hard one, but uh, what, what are you doing? Right? Like, what are you doing? It's you're just advertising for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I so agree in, in every way. Uh, and you and I have talked about this many, many times. And you and I talk in DMs and we talk about nothing really in, in retrospect. Like a lot of times it's about yeah. nothing. Um, yeah. When I say nothing, I mean, we're not literally saying nothing, but we're talking about just life and just things, stuff. Yeah. Stuff, stuff. Right. But when it came to, I got a message from one of my best friends in Phoenix after leaving Phoenix, my husband and I now live in Louisiana. Um, I got a message from one of my best friends in the area. And I thought to myself, who would I send to this gentleman? Right. This is somebody who we, you know, my husband and I are very good friends with. We really like them. So who top of mind, they need an agent in Phoenix and they need an agent that happens to be good at fixing or potentially deciding whether or not to fix part of their house or not. Who am I going to call? Right. I mean, I know thousands of agents in Phoenix, literally thousands. And the person that came to my mind was somebody who shows up authentically, consistently, who talks about what they do, but at the same time showcases their personality and is a genuine, real human. Um, And at the same time, isn't afraid to show kind of the shitty side of what they do. Because the reality is that that we're all of those things. Um, But the moral of the story is that me and you, right, our relationship is just a fun relationship that's led to business opportunities, has led to you being part of my world and me wanting to use you as a referral source for friends and family there. Um, But that relationship wasn't built in a day. Right. That wasn't like, oh, I posted one story. You responded to one story about my kid. And then you just let your assistant handle it from there. Right. I mean, I can also say like, like I know how plugged in you are into the real estate network here, right. In in Arizona. And like my intention with building a relationship or just having conversations with you, building a relationship with you was like, I would never expect a referral from you because you're so plugged in. Right. So it's not like I had these alternative motives, ulterior motives to hopefully I can get referrals when Michelle needs them. Right. It was just me being me because I was talking to people, having fun and and trying to build a relationship. Right. So it wasn't like, like this fake relationship being built just in case I get a referral. Right. Like I could care less if you send me a referral or not. Like I appreciate it. Right. But like, I don't depend on referrals from you. And so I just came authentic and we just had conversations and, and, 
turned out that you sent someone to me. And like, I honestly think that was a super good match too. Cause I think that dude, like he appreciated the authenticity, right? Like he didn't want some guy in a suit and tie to come and try to sell him on some bullshit. Like he wanted to have a real conversation about what really it's going to take to sell his house and what can really happen and how much is he really going to net? Not someone that's going to go and try to sell him on some shit. Right. And so I just went there, like dressed super similar how I am. Like I go on every appointment. I'm like, this is, this is the situation and I'm very much myself. And uh, I think he appreciated that. So I think that was a good call on you. Like that was a good match. So. Well, and I think anyway. that what you mentioned is I want to, I want to make sure to reiterate, right. Is you can't go into social media or into having these conversations daily with the intention of what am I going to get out of this? Right. Meaning I I don't go on my Instagram every day and I don't respond to stories of other real estate agents or other loan officers or other vendor partners or people that are referring me business with the intention of saying, or with with the intention in my mind of I'm doing this so that I can make more money. Right. Or that I can turn Mm -hmm. this into potential money. I am just super genuine because I personally have a motto of if I can go to bed every night, knowing that I helped one person today, then I, then I've won that day. Right. And if you do that every single day for the entire year, that's 365 people that I get to help. Um, and I think that's the mentality And this all ties back into, are you the one actually having the conversations? Because if you are, you understand that, or hopefully (laughs) you understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of going back to what you just said, like there are a lot of agents and they're being, and they're taught this. So I get it why they're doing this, but I call them the herbal life agent where what they do is they just start sliding into people's DMS saying, Hey, I'm in real estate now. If you need anything, please let me know. Right. Or something along those lines. And it could be everyone. It could be their followers, right? Like it still could be their followers, but they haven't talked to these people in five, six, seven, 10 years. And they're expecting that stupid ass fucking message saying, Hey, I'm in real estate now. If you need anything, let me know to actually get on business. Right. Like the average, the average person knows seven agents, seven in their life. Why would they choose to use us? You answer that, then you will be successful. Right. But until you actually realize it's about building relationships and not just fucking spamming as many people as you possibly can, some stupid ass message, then you will find success. Right. But like you have to be authentic to who you are and actually have conversations with people and actually care. Right. And actually care about building a relationship with these people, not just blasting out messages and hoping something sticks. Right. Actually build a relationship, be yourself and care about what, what's going on in their life and their family and their dream, like their aspirations, whatever they want to achieve. And you will find success. Right. I mean, it's just don't be a cheesy ass corny dickhead and just blast people. Well, uh, let's go back to what you do on a daily basis. Then let's talk about it this way. Um, because I think that people need to hear this. I I personally, when I'm coaching any of our students or clients, I tell them 45 comments a day and 20 story replies. That's their homework on Instagram. Right. And you, I know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You and I've been down that rabbit hole before. Right. Um, and you've seen your level of success is not just from me, right. Is also from uh, just you being as awesome as you are. But I certainly think that the way that I was able to teach you how to do some of that has translated into your ability to connect. But what I really, what I heard you say in the very beginning is you teach your agents to do, to create 10 new conversations every single day. Um, now I want you to translate Mm -hmm. it for everybody listening who, or what does your day look like on Instagram? Right. So, cause this is a very common question. People are like, how much time do I have to spend on Instagram every single day? Like I got to go sell real estate. That's what makes me money. Yeah. Not sending messages. Yeah. Right. So talk me through yeah. your process 
um, what your typical day might look like. And let's just be honest about it. So my, so my typical day, how I like to think of social media is I do a lot of my act. I try to build it around my life, meaning I try to do a lot of my active active part, which is the reaching out, sliding into DM stories, commenting, all that kind of stuff um, around like being at home when I'm naturally going to be on Instagram. There's a lot of times where we're sitting at home watching TV on the couch or eating dinner or doing whatever we're doing where we, where we pop onto Instagram just because we pop onto Instagram. And so every time that I pop on Instagram, I make sure it's with intention. It's not just for the sake of sliding and, and, and scrolling. And so like my day, like I don't time, I time block my day, but I don't time block Instagram time because I know every time I pop on it later in the day, it's going to be with intention. Right. And so like my day is just crazy enough as is like, I'm not gonna Like I got it. I run a giant team and I got to go find houses and shit. Right. So um, like my intention is I don't have metrics that I personally follow, but I know that when I'm on Instagram, I am going to start a lot of fucking conversations. Like that is my goal. Right. And so I know at any given point I can pop on Instagram and have multiple messages to respond to. Right. Like, and I can do it on my own time. And so like this morning while I'm eating breakfast, I can pop on there, start watching stories and either react to it or engage with it. If it's something that I can actually relate to, again, I'm not going to be fake as fuck and engage on someone's daughter at a dance recital and say, oh my gosh, her pirouette was fucking gorgeous, right? Or whatever. Cause I can't fucking, I, I don't know what the hell that means. Right. So I might react to it and say, or, or like applaud it, right. Or whatever, and see if I can spark a conversation that way, but I'm not going to engage with something that I can't relate to. And so I'll go through my stories and here's, here's what I do. And I don't know if you have an opinion on this. So, so Instagram's algorithm, right? They obviously want to put the shit that we want to see in front of them. So we stay on the platform longer, they make more, more money, blah, blah, blah. So same thing applies with their stories, right? The more you engage with someone's stories, you'll see them first, like in your, in your little next to your profile, right? You'll, like they'll be the first ones in it. So once every couple of days, what I do is I literally hit the very first story and then I put my phone to the side. And I let it run through every single story that's available, <laughs> right? Because I want to try to trick Instagram and going, oh, wait, who's, who does he actually like to watch? And so maybe I'll see some new people pop up as, a, as the next time I pop on Instagram, right? Because as you start responding trick. to the same people, the, what? That's such a good trick. <laughs> so I just let it run. I just let it run because I just see the same people, right? And I'm like, I want to engage with a lot more people than just these first 20 or whatever it is. Um, and so I just let it run. And maybe kind of, you know, Instagram's probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right? He's just he's watching every single story all the way through for a, however many people. Crazy asshole. He's um, got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. So I just let it run to kind of trick it. But again, like I don't person, and I know like you talked about, you want to have you want to slide in twenty stories and comment forty five times and all this stuff. Like me personally, I don't do that. I know you teach it because you want to have those conversations. And I am a hundred percent in agreement. If I was an agent trying to find buyers and sellers, like if you want to, to scale your business, I am, I have 100% believe in what you teach with me. I, my business, like I, I do a lot of different things. And so my intention isn't just to go comment on people's stuff. I actually have to run a bunch of businesses and stuff. So, but every time I pop up on Instagram, the main thing is I do it with intention to have conversations with people. It's not to just fucking scroll because I'm bored and I want to kill time. It's how well, many conversations can I create and, and build relationships? 
Well, yeah. And when you and I met, I knew, I knew your business was different, right? We had that conversation and we talked about it. Um, But what, what you just said, I want to wrap us up with this and, and I'm very curious about your take on it because I believe in my heart of heart that part of why I do what I do is that a new agent that gets their license is, you know, puts their or hangs their license at a brokerage and they get taught by, you know, such and such coach that they have to go spend all this money on advertising. They have to go buy all these signs. They have to go do all of this, go do all of that. And it's like a lot, right? It's like you, you get your license and next thing you know, you're spent, you're shoveling out an ungodly amount of money trying to just say that you're a real estate agent, but you haven't actually done anything with it. Right. Um, But I believe, I believe that if you are a newer agent or if you're just period still in production, I don't care if you're an agent that's been in production for 20 years or an agent that just got your license yesterday, the easiest and the best way to scale your business and to do it organically is through 45 comments and 20 story replies per day. And if you do it with intention on people who are potentially have common interests or shared interests of you. Um, And there's a whole bunch of things that I teach about that, right? Like your third place. I mean, Jeremy, I remember having this conversation with you and it was hard for you to to dive into that. But once we did, it -hmm. all made sense, right? So if you figure out what your third place is, meaning when you're not at home, when you're not at work, what are you doing? And you spend one section of your day doing 45 comments and 20 story replies, you will generate a ton of business off of Instagram, period. Um, And Mm -hmm. if you don't want to spend money on grassroots advertising, you don't want to take the time to go door knocking. You don't want to take the time to buy the stupid postcards that I throw in my trash every time I get them. So please stop buying them. Then do Instagram. Yeah. And it's, and it's free. Exactly. (laughs) Free. (laughs) And so like we always talk about, don't spend money before you make money. Right. And so going off of what you just said, like once you get your license, depending on where you land, but typically it's exactly what you explained, right? So I need to go buy open house signs that are 65 bucks a pop and I need to buy 10 or 15 of them. Then I got to go buy business cards. Oh wait, now I need to get a CRM that has an IDX website. That's a thousand dollars a month because I want to look professional and I want to have my website on my business card. So now my monthly expenses are two grand a month and I'm not making dick shit money. So how, how long am I actually going to stay alive in this game? Typically it's going to be six months and you're going to go, holy shit, this game's harder than I thought. And I'm already down 15 grand. I'm going to abort and go find a gig. Right. And now because you found a job, you lost the opportunity to really be financially free in your future because real estate is that vehicle to get you to where you want to be. But you just did it wrong because you thought of something, you thought it was different than it actually is. And so Instagram is the free way to jump in and actually start scaling your business and having conversations. If you, and I'm a big believer in it, if you are authentically you, right? If you, it is you sliding in the DMs, it is you having the conversations. And it's not some VA that you hired to go comment 45 times a bunch of rocket ship emojis on a post about a dog at a dog park, right? Like that's not what it's about. <laughs> that is not what it's about. It's about you being you and having conversations and building relationships. And conversations okay. lead to relationships. Leaderships lead uh, relationships lead to transactions. It's so true. And, and I talk about the three C's, which you literally just said. Um, and I don't know if you even meant to do that, but you did. Um, the three C's being creating connection, developing and nurturing the connection into conversation and turning that conversation into conversion. Um, those are the three C's, right? And that's what Instagram is. That's what social media is. Hell, that is what freaking business is, right? Like I don't yeah, care yeah. what business or what industry you're in. 
Do you have relationships with people? Are you willing to maintain those relationships and have conversations with them over time that potentially turn into business later on? Um, that's, that's what it is. Um, so I think the, the moral of the story is be you show up and be, be willing you. to be the one doing it. Right. I think that there's a time and a place yeah. to delegate certain pieces of your business. Um, you know, I'm a 100%. business owner, you're 100%. a business owner. We both know that there are just certain things in our, in our careers and in our day to day that we shouldn't and don't need to be the one doing. Um, but yeah. being the one responding to our messages is, and is, and will always yeah. be what I do, what you do and what the people that I believe are successful will do. Yeah. Yeah. I also think we trying to wrap this up because I could keep going. Go for it. <laughs> so if you want to like kind of pivot, like, and I, th- I think people also get a little confused because they're like, oh, okay, I'll do social media and I'm going to focus on social media. And again, the active and passive on the passive side, which is the post and pray, they spend six hours creating a graphic that they want to post. And so they post it, it gets six fucking likes uh, because it's real estate based and no one gives two shit about real estate. And they just wasted their day creating this piece of content that literally did not do a whole lot for them. It didn't move the needle that much. And so what I like to say is your content creation should almost be like your side hustle. So like when you have, when you have your, what we coach, at least on impact is you have five lead gen levers, two are non-negotiable, your sphere of influence and social media. And you can use social media. Like some people are like, oh, no, I hate social media. Like what we ask for you to do is at least touch your social sphere, as I call it, the people in your social network, and at least just engage with them. You don't need to go and fucking post a lot if you hate doing that kind of stuff, whatever. I'm empathetic. Like I understand some people just hate it. So I'm not going to push that on them. But you have three other ones. So you have to choose three other lead gen lovers, whatever they may be. Like we teach, this is your business, right? And I totally understand you got into real estate because you want to be, whether you knew it or not, an entrepreneur, and now you run a business. And I want to make sure it's your business and we don't pigeonhole you down this, this rabbit hole that you don't want to be, right? And so the other three lead gen levers is your choice. Like, could it be just out and about, meaning events? Like, are you going to be very intentional with going to four different events every week? And you're going to go have these conversations with people. And I like to use the analogy. It's like, when, if you were to join a bowling league, before you got into real estate, your intention is to go there and bowl a 300, the perfect score every single time, and you want to make your team win. Now you get into real estate. Your intention is you want to know every other team and their names on the team and build relationships with those teams. You can still go and try to bowl that perfect 300 score, 100%, but the intention is way different, right? And so, so when we're at events, like the intention is different. What are the other two? Is it going to be knocking, calling, uh, open houses, like what are, what, how do you imagine your business scaling? And so I don't want you like, again, this is what we talk about. I don't want you spending six hours creating a graphic for social media. I don't want you to do that, right? Like you're going to get way more uh, bang for your buck. If you do the active part, you're engaging, you're active, you're having conversations with people, you're being authentic. You post something that represents you and exactly what you talk about with your value series and whatnot. But if you spend all day, every day talking about the content you post, or creating content you post, like you will fail quicker than you want because you need to go out and have conversations. You need to go out and have conversations. And so I don't want you spending that much time on content creation at first, right? And so like what we did was we outsourced it. Once we got to a certain point, like we hired a video guy, 
right? You've met him, Wyatt. He's one of the craziest motherfuckers you'll ever meet in your entire life, but he's very creative and he's an amazing video guy. And so we outsource that so he can create our videos for us, right? I still post them 100% so I can create the caption. It, take, it took a long time to coach Wyatt on what our vibe is because we want to give it our like type of brand and our vibe. We don't want to do anything fake, right? But don't spend all day creating content is my point. It is much more productive to go out and have conversations. And then in the evening, going back to what I said at first, treat it like your side hustle, meaning, okay, you're going to work eight hours a day on real estate, right? However that may be with your five Legion leverage, you're going to go have conversations, however that is. And then in the evenings or early mornings or however that side hustle works for you, that's when your content creation comes in. And that's how you should address it because you don't want to waste your day creating content when people are awake that you can have conversations with. I also right? think, if you wanna, I, if, I also think you don't want to spend your, your whole day creating content just to sit there and stare at Canva and be like, I don't like it. Yeah. I can't tell yeah. you how many times. Yeah. So, that so that's day. a whole other thing, right? Like you want, you want to be consistent and post a lot and what, and I'm sure you get the same fucking thing. How do you come up with so much content? Like every how, day. if you post every single day, how do you come like, that's everyone's biggest question. How do you do it? One, like I always say, so like I, so I'm big on Facebook and I like to say I grew my business on Facebook and that's how, that's how I scaled mine. And my biggest thing was I just didn't care, <laughs> right? Like I, I would post like yesterday, I posted a picture of me in the dentist chair looking like crazy, right? Like I would just post because I, I, I just want to post, like, I just want to get stuff out there and be authentically me. So people know who I am. Right. And so when you're on Instagram, like people are so worried about it looking so damn perfect. And I'm like, just fucking push it out there, right? Like it is not our responsibility or our job to judge our own work because we're going to be our worst critic. The people who is going to judge us is going to be your audience. And you need to know what they like and what they don't like. So you can actually design your content for them, right? And you're not going to know until you start pushing content out there. So like, I don't know, like I'm a big believer in like, just don't waste time creating content. Like it drives me nuts when people sit at fucking one to three creating a graphic. And I'm like, go have conversations with people, man. Like it's the daytime hours. Go talk to people. That's how you build relationships. That's how you do it. Yeah. Seems like such a foreign concept though, right? Like people, I mean, gosh, every single day, every single sales call I'm on, every single DM I get, I want more followers. How do I get more followers? Michelle, I don't like my logo and I don't like Canva and it takes me so much time. What do I do? And, or my favorite one, which is what you just said, I don't have enough things to talk about or nobody cares about what I do in my life. All I, I'm boring. I just stay at home or I, or I yeah. drive around and show yeah. people houses. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what? Like you have yeah. so much content in what you just said, <laughs> like even just those yeah. things you just said. Um, but talking about and not having enough content, I think is a whole nother podcast episode for us. I mean, truly um, how you can come up with content. I'm a big believer in like, like planting seeds. Right. And so I like to say, like, have you ever heard of shower thoughts or driving thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Like where you're either taking a shower or you're driving and the most random shit pops in your mind. You're like, Oh, that's a good idea. Or, Oh, that's crazy. Oh, I didn't think of that. Like it happens while we're in the shower or while we're driving. It's because <laughs> yeah. we're not thinking about anything. We're thinking about, okay, I'm in the shower to shower. I'm driving to get from point A to point B. We're not thinking about the business. And when, you're, when your brain is like fluid like that, that's when all these crazy ideas happen. And so I have this app on my phone called Google Tasks, and I fucking love it, highly recommend it, um, where when I get these random thoughts for content creation, I write them down. 
The minute you sit down to plan out your content to be creative is the minute that you will get writer's block and you will hate the content you create. And so I'm a big believer in letting those fluid thoughts come to mind. And then you can time block in the evening to go through your list of of whatever things that you thought of that are crazy. And then you can execute on that, right? But the minute you pigeonhole your creativity is the minute you will not be creative. Like I promise, right? That's not the way it works. So true. Like it's so annoying. Like I do it still, right? I'm like, okay, I got to create something for tomorrow. And then I go sit down and I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, I know. I mean, as as being a a writer and, and, you know, one of most people who know me know that there's a a, a special thing that's happening in my life over the next 12 months, hopefully, um, you know, in the form of uh, something you hold in your hand and read. Um, And one of the things that that's hard for me in that process as somebody who is such a creative writer is okay, now I have to go write this thing, right? Like I can talk about it. I know what I want it to be about. I know everything that I want to say. I know how I want to express it. But when I have to sit down and then start writing it, like I can't, like I just, it stops, right? So what I've done is I voice note stuff, right? So like in the middle of the night, um, perfect. you know, I have a five month old, um, Jeremy and I met when I was really pregnant. So it was fun. Um, And it was in Arizona and it was really hot. But, um, (laughs) I was really pregnant and I had lots of ideas, you know, about it, whatever, but I would, you know, fast forward to now I'm five, my son's five months old and I still have to get up in the middle of the night and and pump right to make my mother-in-law calls it boob suit, but that's pretty much what it is. Um, but so I have to get up in the middle of the night and pump. And I swear to you that I have the craziest ideas at two in the morning when I'm making breast milk, like it's insane. So what I've done is, is voice note it. Like if I have, I literally will have sentences that pop into my brain. And I'm like, that's the perfect sentence. I need to put that in a paragraph somewhere. And so I just voice note it. Um, and so I think that that's exactly how I would tell people to, when it comes to creating content, how to do that, um, how to not feel like you have to be in creative mode and allow your brain, as you said, to not be focused on work, not be focused on anything else other than I'm taking a shower or my favorite time to do it is in the bathtub. Yeah right? Like light a candle, sit in the bathtub, have a glass of wine and just be for a minute. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And just plant seeds, let them sprout over time and let, yeah, just let it come. You know? I I mean, I love it. And I love this conversation, Jeremy, we could genuinely talk forever. I know for a fact that we could, um, about a hundred different things, but I don't think anyone wants to listen to us talk for four hours. Um, (laughs) but yourself, uh, I do, I would totally listen to us talk for four hours, but, um, (laughs) I, I do want to be a good steward of your time. And I do want to let people connect with you and figure out how to get into your world. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not following Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, let us know how we can find you, how we can get a, a, you know connected to you and connected to impact, how we can serve you um, and, and just anything else that people need to know about you. Yeah. So, so obviously Instagram, big topic here. Uh, it's Jeremy Fuse at Jeremy Fuse. Very simple. It's F U H S T. I give you about a hundred times to say it wrong before I uh, make it mandatory. You say it right. Uh, That seems to be the average. So it's okay. Um, And then if you have a deal, send it to me. It's 480-381-4454. So that's it. If you (laughs) You have a piece of shit house, text it to me. If you live in Phoenix and you have a house that uh, has bird shit everywhere, please call Jeremy. That's right. That's right. Can we, uh, can we make a a, a pot or a, a billboard that we put on the 10 for people? for that dude we should uh, we should bird shit house if you got a house that have, looks like this send it here exactly no you i'm serious that's yeah. your marketing campaign um, <laughs> 
In all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, Jeremy, thank you for being amazing and for being somebody that is perfect for this conversation. I hope that all of you guys listening take the time to go connect with Jeremy and get uh, into his world. I think that it will be well worth your time. Um, aside from that, again, I'm Michelle Verma Michael, your host of the Coffee and Questions podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.